Hello, 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 and a warm wake of welcome to all of our witches, white lighters, and warlocks out there. My name is Clark. And I'm Victoria. And you're listening to Charmed and Dangerous, a Charmed podcast. Season two. We are. It's so exciting. <laughs> it's crazy. That's that's absolutely insane. Um let's 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 get right into it. Yeah. Uh Victoria, you wanna uh start us off with a summary of this episode? Yes, here we go. Ciao. It's the girls' anniversary of being witches, and we've got a new big bad, Abraxis. He steals the Book of Shadows and begins reading the book backwards, releasing all of the evil that's been vanquished during the past year. Prue struggles with being a witch after losing Andy, and Piper tries to buy her new club. I'll also add in, uh, Phoebe becomes an adopted aunt to a young girl who moves in next door. Oh, yes, that's true. You don't want to talk about <laughs> But where can I talk about it? I know. Anyways... <laughs> Uh, our big bad this episode is Braxis. He's this uh, super spooky, like, goblin man. Yeah, he's very goblin uh, <laughs> And he, like, pops out of the wall and steals the Book of Shadows. And the girls are like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, and, yeah, it's a good time. Uh, he His whole goal is to turn the Book of Shadows evil by reading it backwards. And then eventually kill the Charmed Ones. On their anniversary, of all things. Yeah, which is just, like, rude, first of all. Like, not <laughs> nice. Um, and at, at, as to be expected, Phoebe's the only one that remembers that it's their anniversary. She's like, guys, we've been a witch for a year! And they're like, oh, we have? Cool. <laughs> so, according to Britannica.com, which is, like, a dictionary, um... They, Abraxas, also spelled as Abrasics, sequence of Greek letters considered as a word and formally inscribed on charms, amulets, and gems in the belief that it possesses magical qualities, um, viewed matter as evil and spirit as good and held salvation came through esoteric knowledge or genosis, personified Abraxas and in- initiated a cult sometimes related to the worship of the sun god. So that's cool. Sick. That's, like, super cool. So, related directly to knowledge, which is how he coincides with mm-hmm. the Book of Shadows. Yeah, and he's, like, in the astral plane. Like, he he doesn't have a physical form, really. Yeah, he, he's vibing. I wish I was in the astral plane. <laughs> Dude, life would be so much easier if I just lived in the astral plane. <laughs> I want to go to the astral plane. <laughs> oh. oh, but bagels. I mean, I guess you can have astral plane bagels. Astral plane bagels. Astral plane bagels. Stop. Anyways, <laughs> we're moving into talking points now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I um, thought it was funny. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. 
Yeah. <laughs> Four out of ten. <laughs> uh, where do you want to start today, V? Oh my god. So, first of all, let's dive in with the fact that it's been um, a McFrickin' year since the girls mm-hmm. got their powers. So, um, and that it's on the um, autumnal equinox, which was two days ago as we're recording this. Hey, hell yeah. So it, ha- it was. So we've really done this episode in the correct week. So yeah. happy Equinox to everybody. It's also um, the beginning of Libra season. So congratulations and happy birthday to all of our Libras out there. Um, but it's it's really cool that it's like... We've seen the sisters kind of dip their toes into other forms of witchcraft. And like mm-hmm. more modernized... Uh, different forms of Wicca, different forms of paganism. But I really like that Phoebe is, like, diving in into the community to, like, find out other things and, like, do independent research. Yeah. Like, she's using, um, like, real, like, modern witchcraft to help improve her craft. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's really cool. It's awesome. And I loved that she dragged Piper with her. Yeah. Because I was, I was a little disappointed, but I'm glad that they did it this way. This episode, it's almost like Prue and Piper have taken a couple, in my opinion, taken like a couple steps back character development wise. With, like, being comfortable with their powers. And for Prue, it's, you know, after Andy passed, you know, we can we can, ex- we can expect a little bit of regression. Mm-hmm. But it's nice to see them kind of get back into appreciating their craft and wanting to be witches. Yeah, and I mean, I don't think Piper necessarily ever stopped wanting to be a witch. I think the big thing was she was focusing on, A, her career and, like, buying the club, um, which we'll talk more about. And then the other thing is I just don't think she's comfortable with being open about being a witch. I think that's where her discomfort lies in this episode um, because... She's fine with, you know, the power of one, like, defeating Abraxas, like, all that other stuff. Um, The biggest thing that she struggles with is getting naked in the middle of the woods with a bunch of strangers. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Like, um, like, I think she's just not ready to be open about her her craft in the same way that Phoebe always kind of has been. Yeah, absolutely. And, um... It's nice that this episode also takes into consideration because we've seen the power of three, right? Like it's it's mm-hmm. it's well developed at this point. Um, but this idea of thinking of the power of three as a singular entity, yeah, I think is really really cool and special because it starts to kind of build um, the foundations for the rest of the season for the rest of the series, where you know it's not just a because up until this point you know yes we have the power of three spell but a lot of times it's like piper freezes phoebe sees the future and then prue throws the guy away 
Mm-hmm. You know, it's usually, even though they do it together, it's still very segmented. Um, so I, yeah. I really enjoy that this is like a refresher course on their connection as sisters and how that can bring out their own powers. Yeah, and it's very, um, it's it's a very mirrored episode to the first episode of last season where we get to see the sisters connect in a closer way Um, because in season one we see them connect and they become witches and the power of three becomes a thing but like you were saying in this episode we see them connect it at like a deeper level kind of like we see some really raw emotions from Prue which we don't see very often um, and they connect at a deeper level um, and become quote-unquote the power of one Um, and I think that that's really cool how it calls back to last season's first episode yeah absolutely and to see that um first of all like the genuinely astounding amount of character development and then um let's go ahead and go right into as you as you mentioned um prue showing some pretty strong emotions in this episode um shannon did a fantastic job in this episode I mean just like absolute I was I was I was really really like shocked I wasn't shocked um I won't say shocked because that that indicates that I don't think of Shannon as a fantastic actress which I I absolutely think she is I was I guess a more appropriate term is like moved deeply Mm -hmm. because she just did a really good job about breaking Prue down in this seat in this episode yeah and like because we see her kind of have like these micro struggles throughout the episode Mm -hmm. um like with her job and with like oh I'm too busy with my work to deal with this Abraxas thing right now maybe it's not such a bad thing if he takes our powers yada 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 um but then towards the end of the episode we see her really break down and be like why is it always my job why why am I always the one that has to fix everything? Because apparently I can't do it because I couldn't save Andy. Um, and it's, it's intense. And like you said, like, I don't think we've seen such like true emotions from Prue at all in the last season, like we saw in this episode. And so like, I don't want to say selfish, but just, like, needy, I guess. Because as, you know, we are both older sisters. We're both older siblings. And there is this, you know, especially for for women, the older sister syndrome is alive and well. Um, don't get me wrong. I think that it exists for all older siblings. But um, older sister syndrome is a thing. And it is powerful because it's it is this idea of being the parent's second parent Mm -hmm. and looking out for your siblings above all else and of course piper gets it as well but piper gets to be motherly and feminine with it it's more of like a prue stepped up to be a disciplinarian so piper stepped up to be more motherly kind of thing Whereas Prue has always just had to be like the breadwinner, the fix it girl, the mm-hmm. can do no wrong, 
the she who budgets, she who does this, you know, pull yourself up from your bootstraps. Prue is the person who takes care of everything at the end of the day. You know, not to say that the other sisters don't pull their emotional or physical weight, but it, it's expected of Prue to have her shit together at all times. Right. And so for her to so clearly be like, for her to complain about it, I think is mm-hmm. very powerful to say, not just I'm sad because Andy died and I loved Andy, to say I feel responsible for Andy because Andy died, and then to additionally say I don't like feeling like this. I don't want to feel like this. Why does it always have to be me? I think is yeah. really powerful and beautiful for her to like let it out. Yeah, and I mean that ties into the whole power of one thing moving forward um because they see power of like fight it with the power of one or else. Um and they see that and they automatically assume, oh, it's it's Prue's responsibility. Mm-hmm. She's the strongest. She's the oldest. Um, she's the power of one. Um, and that's going to put a lot of pressure on anybody. Yeah. Like, let alone someone who has shouldered that burden their whole life. Mm-hmm. And who just recently had her powers fail her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's the big one is... Um, Prue kind of takes a step back and is like, what good are these if I can't use them in the way that I want when I want? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's very intense. And, um, and we see kind of um, not like a contrast, but kind of a contrast in Piper in this episode because, you know, she's just quit her job. Like, she's got no real responsibilities at this point point in time which is not something we've really seen of her um yet and she's like trying to buy this club because it's something that she's passionate about Mm -hmm. it's not it's not something that she has to do it's something that she wants to do um and so we kind of see i guess i will call it a little bit of a contrast in uh prue struggling with shouldering everything and Piper kind of letting that weight fall off of her shoulders for once. Yes. And going after what she wants. Mm-hmm. And um she does struggle with that. Like, um she was like kind of getting into it with the bank guy to get the loan for the club. Like she was starting to see him romantically. Um and uh, probably not all for the best of reasons. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll throw that one out there. Um, and, you know, when, uh, what's his name, Jeremy returns <laughs> out of the blue and hmm. knocks this guy the fuck out in the middle of the club, that kind of ruins her chances of buying it. And she's kind of struggling and questioning, well, shit, is this something i can actually do like can i manage this um but then we see that power of one thing again and um the other sisters pull out a loan 
uh, they pull out a second mortgage on the house to um, help Piper buy the club. And it's, it's really, it's really powerful because we see them just at the end of this episode, they're all lifting each other up and supporting each other, not only as sisters, but as women. Um, And it's a really powerful thing to see. Yeah. And it's so beautiful too, that it's not only is Piper encouraged to do what she wants, but she's also given the means to do so. And you know, she fights and asks for help the first time to follow her dreams. And then when that doesn't work out, you know, it's almost like she's rewarded mm-hmm. anyway for, by her sisters. Yeah, for sticking her. to herself and knowing what she wants. And I just think that's like really beautiful and special. Plus, I love Piper becoming the boss bitch yes, that she's meant we're to gonna be. see so much character development in this season and i'm fucking ready for it piper's my favorite oh and she oh. gets so good this is such a this is such a tension well dude season. season two is just like like season one was good it was it was good it was what it was it built the whole world and everything like that but season two is just fucking slap after slap after slap like I don't think I can, off the top of my head, think of a single episode in this season that doesn't just fucking get you. Yeah. Go hard. Oh, God, I'm so excited now. <laughs> oh. Well, um, of course, dealing with Abraxas is a large part of this episode. Um, another part of kind of their building connection as a last point um, of that uh, part of this episode is that they are able to hear Grams and then eventually they are able to see for the first time and for the first time. And the question is, have you been turning the pages (laughs) of the book? And she's like, who else do you think it would be? (laughs) Who else do you think has been here? Like, do you think it was a praxis? Who do you, who do you think was she's this, like? She's Penny like, did you think it, it was the book this whole time? And they're like, bro, I don't fucking know. Do you think it was the book ghost? Do you think it was Melinda Warren? You've met her, seen her. No words for dear old Grams. I raise you. I put the protections on this house. Why do you think there aren't more demons coming after you? Because I did the groundwork. <laughs> Nobody would ever fuck with Penny the Mouth. <laughs> kills me she's so sassy she Uh, has like the sweetest most grandmotherly lines in this too she's like my darlings but you just know you just know every time phoebe does something grams is just like (sighs) give me my ghostly aspirin they're at it again (laughs) literally someone make me a gin and hold the tonic (laughs) <laughs> oh god an angry she's an angry angry dead lady love that woman but yes they love finally her. they finally see her it's all good it's all sweet it's all great and now we get to talk about what i know victoria really 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 wants to talk about and i've been avoiding this entire time <laughs> so. neighbor dad <laughs> I'm so excited. Okay. 
So, first of all, as like a last little wrap-up, they do eventually uh, straight up yeet Abraxas. Um, They use the spell incantation that they used a year ago to kind of bring him forth from the astral plane and throw him back. I thought it was really cool that we got to see, like, Jeremy come back. And not just, like, suave Jeremy, but, like, half-dead holding the Athame Jeremy. thought that mm-hmm. was awesome. And the Woogie Man I thought was really cool. Um, the Warlock Nicholas. I'm glad Prue took care of him real fast. Um, so it does show that, like, there is lots of retention for the girls. Yeah. Remembering spell work. Doing amazing things. Um, I And I think it'll be brought up in a future episode as well, the idea of reading a spell backwards in order to yeah i f- um, deal with it i feel like that happens again yeah so when that gets there we'll talk more about that i think that's a really cool concept but yes <sighs> dan gordon has moved in and for those of you who like us who have who have watched um, all the way through, or most of the way through. And I was going to say. What, what, what's throwing down. I love Dan. <laughs> I love him so much. I think he's a phenomenal character. I love that he's all right. I This is my turn to talk. Um, <laughs> I love <laughs> that Phoebe is like taking his knees. Under her wing, you know, da la la. But when he walks through the door <laughs> and all three sisters in sync go, Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I have never felt an emotion in my life like seeing Dan Gordon again. Like Leo <laughs> was really good. Seeing Leo again sent me right on up. Seeing Andy again for the first time this season, or last season, was, like, awesome. You know, just, like, sends you up. Seeing Dan, and I know that there's one other character that's oh. gonna just send me straight to the moon! <laughs> However, we will have some more in-depth discussions concerning that character when he arrives. Mm-hmm. But, Dan is such a dreamboat. He's so cute. He's so cute. His hair is... Oh, my God. So, yeah. Shout out to Dan Gordon. I'm really excited for him this season. I'm really excited. I'm super pumped right now. Looks like there's going to be, like, a romance with Phoebe. Super pumped about that. Super pumped about Dan and Phoebe's totally canon romance. <laughs> Super excited about it. Really excited to see how that goes. We haven't seen Phoebe with, like, a long-term boyfriend up until this point. So I'm, like, really excited to see Dan and Phoebe together. Or maybe even Dan and Prue. I'm super excited to see Dan and Prue together. Um... So, yeah, I'm super excited to see how that goes. Um, what route the showrunners take us down. I'm really excited to be in this season. <laughs> 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 okay.
Okay, I do have one point to make. <coughs> Hold on, I gotta drink some water. <laughs> oh. I thought, I, I thought that was good. Oh, God. Okay. I do have one point to make about Dan, though. Okay. Okay. Go off. Do you remember? Um, so, I want you to think back to Leo. I want you to think back to Andy. Okay. I want you to remember that Clark is always right. And I'm (laughs) so excited to watch your journey. (laughs) 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 Moving on. (laughs) Moving forward. Moving forward. Uh, I'm just excited, bro. Dan is, at the very minimum, he's a great guy. He lives next door. He's got, he's smoking hot. And he really cares about his niece. So there's going to be some interesting older woman to younger woman mentorship going on. Yeah. So. It it is, it's, it's a good arc. I will give it that. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) I'll take it. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Uh, personal gain this episode. I, I believe we are counting Piper <laughs> freezing her banker in the middle of their uh, their solstice. In the middle of their love affair. They were just kissing. They were just yeah. kissing. They were just, just kissing. kissing. Piper, fine. we haven't seen you kiss anybody other than one specific character for like a whole season and enjoy it. Um, and all the others either were warlocks or they died. Um, so just kissing Piper is a little bit out of your comfort zone. So we're giving her one point, and that's 35 personal gain. However, that is just one personal gain for this season. Truth. So we can definitely do it by season and in total. Yeah. So right now, they're doing pretty good. Pretty pretty minimum personal gain. <laughs> we're at an average of one per episode, which is better yes. than last season. <laughs> Much better than last season. Oh, uh, m- m- uh, Victoria. Yes, I forgot how to record. Uh, what was your favorite line or your favorite part of this episode? The woe for me was really great. Seeing Dan pop in with his ninety boy band hair, just <laughs> really, really nice. I love that like bouncy middle part look. Mm-hmm. I just love it. So, yeah, that's. <laughs> That's the part for me. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, my favorite part was definitely uh, the part where they meet up with all the other, like, quote-unquote practicing witches and stuff uh, in the woods. And Phoebe's just like, okay, Piper, give it a chance. Everything's fine. This is totally normal. And then you turn around and everyone's naked. And Piper goes, what the nope. fuck? <laughs> nope. And Phoebe's like, let's do it! She said, win in Rome! And she... <laughs> uh, We're not in Rome! It's just, it's, it's golden. Golden. Um, but yeah, that's definitely my favorite part. Uh, out of sanitary napkins, five of them, uh, <laughs> how would you rate this episode, Victoria? I'd give it, I'd give it a 4.2. 4.2 sanitary napkins. Super hot uncles. 90s boy band hair. You know, just all of the yeah. above. Yeah, all of the above. 
I'd give it a four and a half. I think I think it was pretty solid. I don't think it was five material. I can't remember the last episode we gave a five, but I I do know that this is not quite there, but it's like almost there. It's like a solid there. start to the season. Yeah, very solid start. And also, um, as our lovely number one fan Selena pointed out to us, we forgot to do the fucking rating for last episode. <laughs> I even looked back, and it's it's definitely in our notes. We just somehow completely skipped over. We're just too excited. We're like, end of the season, people are dying, and then we just forgot to do a rating. So, so, just to just to satisfy the masses, um, yeah. <laughs> Victoria, out of five demon-induced time loops, how would you rate last episode? I would say. 3.7 demon-induced time loops. All right. All right. That's solid. Very solid. Very middle. Yeah. I'd give it a four. Like, an even four. It just... It was all right. It was good. I mean, Andy died, so that sucked. But... Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think that does uh, wrap up our episode this week. What do you think, Victoria? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, if they want to find us and interact with us on Twitter, where can they tweet at us? You can send us a digital pigeon at charmed underscore podcast if you want to find us on Twitter. Where can they find us on Facebook, Clark? You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash charmed dangerous pod. I'm pod, not pored. What weird. (laughs) Um, Charmed and dangerous pod. Uh, I'm going to try and start doing like weekly polls again and stuff, uh, seeing what you guys want us to talk about. So uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, if they want to find us on Instagram, where can they find us? You can find us on Instagram at Charmed and Dangerous Pored. I mean, pod. Um, <laughs> where can they send us questions, concerns, snuggy remarks, interesting things to discuss in future episodes? Thank you so much for everybody who sent us an email recently. Clark. Yeah, this is crazy. Uh, you can uh, email us at charmedanddangerouspod at gmail.com. Um, we'd love to hear from you there. We've been getting a lot of really interesting emails, um, and it gives us a lot to think about, and a lot, and it's uh, it's very exciting to see that you guys are so involved and so interested in what we're doing. Yeah, it's really, really wonderful, and it makes us want to keep going, and, and it's also just like really fun to hear different things. Thank you guys so much. Um, On that note, I do think that brings us to the end of our episode. We will see you next week, hopefully, if all goes according to plan. Uh, And we love you so, so, so much. Wear a mask. Be safe. Be healthy. Uh, Blessed be. Blessed be.